20 minutes before 5 o'clock. Our get up and go this morning is Katlego Kat Ngala. She is a Yo TV host and she was recently crowned Miss Congeniality, Miss Teenager Africa, and she's also Miss Teenager Earth in 2018 and also in 2015. She was also Miss Teenage World, Miss Teen World 2015, a multiple pageant holder. She is a phenomenal young woman. She joins us on the line. A very good morning to you, Katleko. Good morning, Kanye. Thank you so much for being with us. Katleko, what's your get up and go, your daily morning routine that gets you up and going? Oh, I must say, um, firstly, the birds do wake me up. So that's definitely, you know, my alarm clock, if I can say. And I guess the first thing that I usually just do all the time, I just pray that, you know, I just pray and thank God for another day, you know. Um, You know, these days people my age aren't even making it to 18, aren't even making it to 19. So I really do appreciate the life that I do have. And then, of course, play my jams and dance to get myself in that good mood. Now, you have done phenomenally well in terms of the pageants that you've entered and won. And it didn't just start yesterday for you. You were actually 12 years old when you started this journey. Uh, Talk to us about those early days. So I was really, I wouldn't say I was a confident person at all. In fact, I was a tomboy. I loved soccer. I loved playing soccer, watching soccer. Anything that included soccer, I was there. So me entering um, the pageant space, it was a completely different field to what I was actually used to on a day-to-day basis. And I remember my first pageant, um, complete disaster, but I still made it to the top 10. Mm-hmm. And I think that gave me the boost that, you know what, you actually have had the potential. So I think if it wasn't for the top 10, I don't think I would, uh, I would you know, have continued in, in um, pageants. And what people don't really know is that for the longest time, I actually didn't win anything. I think it was until 2013 that I got my first pageant. And then ever since from then, you know, I've just, you know, been going up and climbing up the ladder. Mm. And and for you, uh, you know, as a young person, you weren't even a teenager really when you started, but mm. you, you grew in it. And as you grew with your confidence, how important do you think the support structure that you have from your family actually was in helping you get to where, you, you know, you've been able to reach? Oh, wow. Yeah. Support is really everything. And for me, fortunately enough, I've had, you know, support from my parents and my sisters because I know that there were times when, you know, I would enter a pageant, I would do my absolute best. But I also have to keep in mind that I'm also competing with people that are bringing their absolute best too. And when I didn't win or, you know, place or get that position that I actually thought I would get, then I always felt like, you know what, why am I even doing this? So the support and the encouragement that I got from my parents, firstly, um, played a huge role because they just said, keep, keep trying and the right title will always come, come to you. And I also think from a perspective that, you know, my family took out so much of their time, took out so much of their finances, took their weekends off just to support me at my own pageant. It felt that I had to do it for them. I just couldn't give up because there were people that believed and supported in my own dreams and in my own goals. Mm. And what would you say have been some of your highlights just in terms of your own progression in the in the world of pageants? I mean, you've gone from winning local titles, regional titles to global titles. Oh, well, I must 
say, after I had won the Miss Teen World, um, I was invited to an Africa Day event. And it was, you know, the first time ever seeing presidents and deputy presidents, ministers. So I guess meeting them was, you know, like I was in awe because I was just like, oh, my gosh, like I see you guys on TV and the newspapers and I'm actually with you and I'm front row. Like, this is really cool. <laughs> and I guess, you know, the experience that I actually got just being entered into the media space in 2015, um, that was definitely a big highlight. I mean, I would see people on TV and I got to do all those cool stuff. You know, I got to do the interviews. And 2016, I mean, the biggest highlight for me, I mean, 2018, sorry, the biggest highlight for me definitely going to Mexico and meeting people and literally competing with the best of the best. I mean, the, I mean, the competition that I went to um, is ranked second in the team division in the world. So that competition was the toughest, <clears throat> sorry, was the toughest, but I really think that me just being there was just such an experience. Mm. Now, I know that a lot of young girls look up to you and they look at your journey and where you've come from. How mm. do you deal with um, the pressure of being a role model, if I can put it like that? Yeah, I mean, you know, being a role model comes with being like having a huge response to, um, response responsibility and you know I didn't even know that I was a role model until people told me and I was like okay um wow and first you have to accept it and secondly you have to keep upholding who you are because there are young girls that are looking up to you constantly for motivation for for you know that for, for that empowerment so I knew that you know what I can't change who I'm cat cat is no matter how many TV shows that you go to, no matter how many, you know, gigs you actually get, I can't change who Kat is because people are looking up to Kat and people are seeking empowerment from her. So that, that responsibility I've kept in mind since day one. And I've said, you, I've said to myself that through everything, I'm going to stay true to myself. Stay true to yourself. And what keeps you going and motivates you when you do hit those uh, slumps, those down moments where everything is not particularly rosy? Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, it would definitely definitely have to be my um, family. I just always think about my family and I just think about the support. And, you know, I think about the time and the sacrifices that they have made. And then I also think about all my friends that I've actually met on social media, as well as my supporters that, you know, they have such high hopes for me. And, you know, although things are looking down, not that I should, you know, pressure myself too much or force myself too much, but in everything, I should at least try my, I, 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 I should at least try my best. And then also it just comes with the element that, you know, the one thing that keeps me going forever will always just be staying in prayer. Mm. How, how important is prayer and your spiritual life to, to your success? Oh, wow. I would say it is like the cornerstone of it all. You know, it's the cornerstone of my, of my studies, the cornerstone of, you know, my um, media life, the cornerstone of my entire life, actually. And I always try to just keep rooted you know in in god i try to keep rooted in prayer because i think that's the only thing that can actually um put me to where i am today so you take away my spiritual life you might as well just take away everything that i actually do have 
And in terms of um, your your media world that you've just spoken about, you are a presenter on Yo TV, and a lot of young people they tune in to watch. Talk to us about the experience of being a Yo TV presenter. Like you said, Kylie, a lot of people you know would watch it, and I was one of those people. Six o'clock when I was five years old, I was there. Yo TV, I was tuned in every afternoon. I would even go to the ranch show because they would have these road shows. So I would always go to the rancher and get my free t-shirt and meet the cool presenters. Um, so when I got called as a TV presenter, I mean, it was years of rejection in terms of casting. So I remember standing in the line and then I was just hearing other people practice. And you just had this nice voice and this nice presentation. I'm thinking to myself, oh boy. And then my grand actually comes, comes up to me and she's like, you know what? If you just be yourself, they are going to see that, and they're not going to see anything else. So I was like, okay, cool. So I went in there, and I did my thing, and then I remember after the call back, Akumzi had called me, and he was like, um, I'm just calling you to tell you that you're, you're a TV presenter. I was like, who? I was so confused. I'm like, like he maybe has the wrong phone number or something. And I was just like, what? So, I mean, I was really, really um, honored because I think... Your TV is a show that inspired me mm. when I was a kid. So I also got the opportunity to, you know, stand in front of the camera and inspire young kids that are also watching um, your TV. And and for me, it was just, there's just a personal magic about, about you know, TV in general that, you know, I can be in one place, but I'm reaching kids in Mtata, I'm reaching kids in Kailicha, I'm reaching kids in Viras and so forth. So just, Having that mindset, I was just like, this is a big opportunity that I actually have. Mm. And, you know, you've just mentioned that Akumzi called you and, you know, he told you that you'd, you'd received, you know, the, the, the big prize, you know, you, you got yeah. in. And many of us will, will remember Akumzi and, you know, in the role that he played. And what are some of your reflections? I mean, we lost him and four of his other friends, you know, to a yeah. terrible car accident. And he mentored you, you know, and you worked very closely to, uh, you know, with him. How was that experience, you know, just dealing? with his loss? You know, I think without Akumzi, I wouldn't have actually made it um, because he, out of everyone, I mean, in the process of the auditions and, you know, out of everyone, he was the one person that I truly felt that he, you know, he believed in me and that in itself was just major encouragement and I remember being on the show and, you know, the first few episodes, I would always just be stunned because I mean hello like my boss is a crazy like you know it's just not normal like I used to watch this guy every single day and I would always make like make fun of him of how he was the first one for like snack attack and he wouldn't let the other presenters do snack attack and he was just always bathe the food so I would always make fun of him about that and you know we had a yes we would have a good laugh but then the main thing that he actually taught me was that he actually came up to me at Jonga CC then they will tell you something. You're not banana. You're not me. You're not any of these people. But you are cat, and that is what is going to get you through in this media industry. So from that day, I mean, he just had confirmed my grand had actually said, and I'm just like, you know what? I am cat, and he chose me because I am cat. He didn't choose me because I was impersonating someone else, or you know, I was trying to be like banana, and I was trying to be like other um 
media personalities, but he chose me because he saw the talent that was in me and my true talent. So, you know, Akumzi, may saw rest in peace. He was just literally an amazing person, and we both loved gospel songs. We loved, loved, loved gospel songs. Ah, beautiful memories. And before we let you go, uh, Kat, do you have an inspirational quote or message that you live by that you can share with our listeners? Well, I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's just inspirational for me. And I actually said it um, at a talk on Saturday. And basically, it's Voga Shamba Vangene. And, you know, that's literally what I live by. And whenever you're going through something, just wake up. You can even be, you know, awake. But I'm just saying, wake up as in wake that true self up, your, your true personality up. And, you know, wash off all the sadness, wash off all the negativity and Vangene. There you go. Clean up, wake up, clean up, and show up. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> what can we still expect from Kat? You know, what's, what are some of your future aspirations, things that you'd still like to achieve? Well, I mean, what's the most teenager earth title? It's obviously giving me a lot of um, platforms. So the one thing that I definitely do want to do is go fully out with my Race Standards program. In fact, I have started on Saturday where I gave a, a talk at the Duke um, Center of um, Center of, Edu- of Education, mm-hmm. and basically, racial standards is you know pioneered around the motivation, the empowerment, and, entre- and entrepreneurship of young girls in the um, country. So I definitely see that standing out to all the um, provinces and getting all young girls actually engaged in this. Wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, Katleho, for joining us. And before we let you go, what are your social media handles that our listeners can connect with you on? All right. So on Twitter, it's Kat Ngala. Instagram is also Kat Ngala. And then on Facebook, I decided to use like, my whole government's name, which is Katleho Ngala. Thank you so much for being with us. Seven minutes before five o'clock. Stay with us right here on Sound Awake.